Welcome to Awaken Bake, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual pot, uh, I'm sorry, podcast brought to you by two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. Hey guys, and welcome back to another morning perfect for Awaken Bake. I hope you guys are all getting ready for the new moon coming up. Make sure you check out our Instagram the next few days for some ideas to get your new moon ritual started. I think it's on like the 6th, right? A girl, I don't know. I think it's <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely check that out. And as always, thank you guys so much for all the love on Instagram and Twitter and in person and texts and in your thoughts. We can feel the love. Seriously, it's been really awesome. And please keep sharing and commenting and leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts, please. And then before we get into this, guys, we just wanted to start this episode with a trigger warning and let you guys know that we will be discussing eating disorders, depression, and anxiety. Uh, today we wanted to start talking about honoring your human suit, as Lior Alexandra calls it, and we just love that term. Uh, and this is kind of a heavy and difficult topic, and it isn't always easy. And we both have, you know, had struggles accepting our physical bodies. And we know that a lot of people do too, which is why we want to talk about it and share our experiences and how we work on building a better relationship with our spiritual and physical selves or our human suits. So I guess we should explain what a human suit actually is. Yes. Um, why we use, yeah. Kelsey, jump in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like to me, when we watched the video, like I said, it was Lior Alexandra and Danny showed me the video. Maybe we can find it and share it somewhere. Yeah. Um, but she, it was a really interesting way of separating your body, like your physical body, from your brain and like your your consciousness and like really seeing it for what it is. Like it kind of makes me think of like a vehicle, like it's your car, it's your, it's just your connection to this yes. world. Yes. Yeah. 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 So like it's so important to be grateful for it because it's like the reason that we can touch and feel and like love and do all that stuff. But it isn't who we are. Like, it's just simply exactly our vector. Yes. And I feel like um, society kind of explains it and sets us up. Like, it kind of, I feel like, sets us up for failure because yes. we think... I feel like we treat human... Like, our human suit or people's bodies like a brand basically right. like we're like well if you're curvy then there's only one kind of curvy if you're skinny right. you're this kind of skinny like that was and it's your worth like you e have to be exactly and it's those. like no like there's yeah. every human is different like and i had a really hard time accepting that because i knew that i like was thinner growing up and so i was like okay well if i'm skinny why don't i look like these skinny girls like, yeah oh my gosh which is kind of funny because like in the exact opposite regard, I had the same sex, but like they're like plus size models and stuff, but they weren't like they're plus literally size not like plus me size. or well, right. And like, and they're, and they're like, yeah. they don't, they're not shaped like me. Like they're not like me. And so like, it's hard. And then like, plus like now I can't imagine being younger cause it's hard enough being my age. Um, but like having social media and like influencers mm -hmm. to look at and like the way, especially young girls, I know use TikTok and stuff like. I've heard it's that terrible. it's yeah. I don't really also go like. I don't know. I just feel like it's it's trendy now to like for everybody to have the exact same body type. And I'm right. not saying hey, I am guilty of being part of this trend or this system. I am completely guilty of it. I'm just. I think it's really sad. Yeah. Um, once you kind of realize that that is literally not the fucking point of having a human suit. <laughs> right. Right. Like. Exactly, and that's like what I mean. Like, it, I mean, right? It's fun to dress up or like look good on the outside, but that's because like 
you're taking pride in your human suit. Yeah. You know, it's good, it's good to take care of it like you would take care of your car. Like exactly, you, you want your car to still look nice, right. but you don't. Yeah, exactly. Right, you want to show it off. I mean, right, it's your all you have, and it's what gets you to do everything. But it is what it is, and so like you, it's kind of like. I guess the only way I can think of it is you have to work with what you have in a regard like of like, right, you are what you are. Like if you mm -hmm. have, you know, a birthmark or like a beauty spot or something like, then that's a piece of you. And like, instead of hating it, it's so much easier yeah. to be like, okay, that is a piece of me or like, you know, exactly. stretch marks or like those things that like you really like stand out and you're like, wow, that like, maybe that's not like, that's too off putting or like they're not off putting, but like no, exactly. too yeah. different. Um, and then like, it's like, okay, yeah, but that's cool because that's mine. Like, exactly. And I feel like having something like that um, is not anything to be ashamed of anyway. And it exactly. kind of, I think society makes it, I just feel like society kind of makes it like, those are the things that are important where it's like, right. you're pissed about having stretch marks on your thighs when it's right. like some people can't even walk. Right, right. Or like, right. It's so, um, right. Or like, which you know, I know people who won't go to like the store or something because they don't have makeup on or like I used to do that and it's terrible yeah it's terrible like you know like and like so it's not if you're like if you're doing it because you just like wearing makeup but if you're doing it because you're like I don't want people to see exactly, me exactly then it can then be it's like different. hey you have to take care of it like right if you like yeah it's okay and also it's I mean so much easier said than done and we'll get into this but like it is one of those things that when you're in like a good headspace, it's so true and easy to recognize that like yeah. no one cares. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you're feeling good, it's like, yeah, no, it is true. No one gives a fuck no, what you seriously. look like. But like, hey, you know, when we're all in it, then when not, you, <laughs> that's not easy. Of it. <laughs> um, so yeah, we kind of want to get into each of our journeys with our human suits and because we, yeah. we totally understand like this is not us just saying like, oh yeah, get over it. Like, no, right. That's absolutely meaningless. Like, we've also been there. We've right, and, and we are still there. Like, sometimes. and it's yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's a journey. Right. It's never ending. Like, right. I don't think forever I'll be happy with my body. You know, like there's gonna be so many. It changes all the time. And like society and people. Like, yeah, it's always changing. So like that's why I said like right when you're in the good times, like you like just get it like it's so much it's so it's like that's why that's one of something I think about like when I'm not in the good times <laughs> yeah good times is like I just try to remember what it feels like to be like okay and you're right, like, like oh my god I give anything to right go back to, yeah and you're like right that remember when that did work like to just think these things like it's kind of like yeah and then the more you do it the easier it gets to get in and out of those times and like right that's you know for a while for me it was not easy you know most of my like childhood was spent in like the bad time. I guess I would say more like adolescence. Yeah. Um, like if I, we did like some journaling before we started and uh, one of the prompts that uh, we used said, what was the first time that you had like a negative thought about your body? And I was trying to figure it out and I can't remember, I can't pinpoint the age or the year, but I just remember um, sitting with a few girls, I don't know, I think it was at school and like on bleachers and our, thighs were like squished down and you know how they look big but like for whatever reason I just remember mine looking like double every like I was like oh my god like wow wow mine are mine are really really big like that's crazy to look at like and then like just thinking okay so what like and then like right I was not old enough to really get like that it didn't matter and so that really was a defining moment of my relationship with my body at that time and at that time I was you know at that age where 
that was all that mattered, like what you looked like. I went to a very small school, so what everyone thought, I just, that's all that mattered to me for a lot of my, like, growing up. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like, um, you know, I look back at that time and I thought I was so big in the moment. Um, like, I just remember thinking I was like obese. I was the biggest person. Um, and I played volleyball and I thought like I had to wear spandex and like I hated it because it was just like trying to be like trying to be confident and stuff and like um, You know that led to a whole other bunch of problems, but um, It just was hard to be in that spot, um, but I My emotional coping at that time was also ignoring it So I never dealt with it and I never addressed it because you know, like I said before I didn't feel like I was allowed to have trauma because I didn't have anything like terrible, terrible, or like a, an eating disorder. Like I didn't recognize it as that because like, oh, I'm not anorexic or I'm not like, it's okay, I'm still eating. And then there was a short time in high school that I was bulimic, or I wouldn't say, you know, it wasn't after every, but like there was, I was trying it out, I would say for a few mm -hmm. months of like, there would be times where I would do it or days that I would do it. Um, but it just never felt right, like it was not something I could commit to. But what yeah. did stick was the binge eating and like that just slowly grew more and more. And it's a very strange eating disorder because people don't think of it as one. Um, I've seen a lot of memes and stuff or like uh, TikToks. I, I, I'm sorry guys, I have a thing. I just don't, Facebook and TikTok are a little toxic for me, but I get it, they're important. <laughs> and they are funny like there are some funny ones, but I think there's just a very dark side of them But regardless um, I've seen some that have been like binge eating is not a real eating disorder You just like don't eat like you just control like how do you not just like control and it's so funny because it is the exact like the same Side of the coin or the different side of the coin of like an anorexia where you're not eating It's still a control thing and it's like yeah. you know like it's not Neither one of them is more or less valid. They're just different. Yeah, like, people don't get it. And right, people Ugh. think that, you know, oh my God, just stop eating. You're just fat or you're like, um, and the crazy thing is, you know, I look back and I was never bit like, I mean, I was, I'm, yeah, I'm no. plus size, but like, I'm not like what I thought I was like in my head, the way I saw myself was so giant and unhealthy and like. It, undesirable. I remember writing, I like I used to, I always, I've always kept diaries and I remember like writing passages of like, I'm gonna die a virgin, no one's ever gonna love me, oh, I'm disgusted. Yeah, like it was, and I was so cruel to myself about it because I thought that that was me, like that's all that mattered. And then I loved watching like TV shows and stuff. So like Grey's Anatomy and like the way that the shows like that portray like love and sex in your body is like, oh my God, so I'm never ever gonna be this. And I had no, you know, you were just saying like there's different brands, but like there's not, there's so many in my body and my shape really is what was the difference. Like exactly. it's not about size for me. It was about shape and the way that clothes are made isn't, wasn't, I have to say it has gotten a lot better. Like they have started making a lot more inclusive brands and sizing's gotten better, but it just was hard like going shopping and find like pants that would look good on a mannequin and I'd put them on and I'd be like wow why does this not look good on me and it's just because of like I have a very long torso and I have short legs for a tall person like <laughs> so I'm like weirdly long and like whatever so like I finally have learned now at 26 years old how to dress myself but you know and then as I got older even out of high school like right thinking Okay, so no, nothing look, looks good on me. I'm, you know, thinking of myself as this huge blob. And then I started nursing school 
And that was when I also, right, kind of rebelled against like being a child and really wanted to be an adult. And to me, being an adult was right, like drinking and having sex and like going out and like, that's cool. So I didn't really take school that as seriously as I could have all worth it. I mean, like, right, I'm not saying like, yeah, everything worked out. But like, you know, looking back and reflecting on this time, a large part of it like had to do with my eating and my relationship with things like that. So then drinking was the same sort of thing. Like I very much binge drink. And so then the two would go hand in hand. I'd eat and drink and I, you know, just mm -hmm. not even caring about myself. And like, that was the worst problem to look back at is that like, I wasn't caring for my body and I wasn't keeping myself healthy and able to do things like stay awake. Like I would sleep for so long cause I was exhausted cause my body needed to recover, mm -hmm. but it was because I wasn't treating it right. You know, Oh, that's so hard. Yeah, it was a lot. And then, you know, and you don't realize it until after exactly look back. The puppies are barking. I'm just gonna <laughs> shut the door a little. Um, <coughs> yeah, you look back and you're like, wow, like the headspace that I was in was so wrong. And you just don't, like when you reflect on that and you start to think about it. And right, I mean, it wasn't even until a couple of weeks ago that I even realized that I had an eating disorder because I, I didn't think of it that way. Like I just was like, man, why can't I just diet? Like, why can't I just stop eating? Like, why doesn't controlled eating like that work for me? Why can't I just be someone who could like do that? And then I realized that there's so much of an emotional level to it. And even, you know, just the way food is discussed, like, you know, going shopping and buying snacks and stuff. Like if I feel that I'm being judged for buying things and I won't buy them or I'll you know, like I'll, I'll, or I'll buy more because I'll be like, oh, whatever. Like, I'll just say I'm, I've literally bought in like pounds of candy and been like, yeah, I'm having like a party or something or people are coming over and it's like, oh, it was just for me to eat. But like, I didn't want any judgment. Like, yeah. and so, you know, I was so hyper-focused on what people thought and how they thought of me that I just had this very damaged view of myself and I let it reflect, you know, your human suit does reflect what's on the inside. And so... That's why, you know, when I was like that, I wasn't taking care of myself. And so that's also why my kind of health journey and self, self-love journey sparked from just taking care of myself, you know, brushing my teeth twice a day yeah. for being real, you know, even like showering more, like just like little things and taking pride in my human suit. And I started to see little things and I kept going and kept exploring like, oh, maybe if I start walking or like, you know, like just making little changes to make it and then I got stronger and then it was kind of like I got out of my depression and I really realized and that was when, that's when you know yeah. shadow work starts to come into play and oh, things yeah. like that and like you know you take a hard look and therapy and stuff and you know that's I was able to recognize wow I see these patterns in my eating and my emotions as well as like long-term fluctuations of like good time like if I get sick, I tend to lose weight. And so then I'll spy, I'll like kind of go into like a, yeah, I'm looking good. And then I'll like eat really oh. well. And then I'll have one really bad binge day. And then it'll cripple into like multiple binge days of like, oh, well, I was good for a while. And then I get to the point, it's, it's crazy, but yeah, this literally is like the cycle. Cause then I get to the point of, okay, well now I'm just fat again. So like whatever. And then I'll just eat whatever. And then I'll be like, okay, I need to make a change. And I'll kind of do it. And then something will happen. I won't feel good or, Sometimes like this, this cycle break was a while ago and this has been a really, I've been on a very um, positive upward, um, but you know, everyone trips sometimes and yeah. like, you know, it goes up and, but like I've been working very hard on it and like seeing myself as I am and just loving myself as I am and just being right, my happiest with who I am. 
and it takes a lot but it gets easier yeah i agree i think too like you said um you started noticing patterns yeah like that is the a huge thing i think that helps is like yes exactly if you if you have the ability to be um kind of tracking that or self-aware i know it's like hard when you're in the middle of it right yeah like when when you do finally come out of those phases because i feel like we all kind of like ebb and flow like we might be in that you know sometimes we have moments of clarity yes and um i think that's awesome though that you were able to like find patterns because yeah i think it's really confusing and we love to throw out all these terms of like I have this specific eating disorder and that specific, but like I know for a fact, like when I was um, doing my time in a rehabilitation center for my eating disorder, I was uh, diagnosed with anorexia nervosa, but I, since then, I feel like there have been times where I was on the opposite end where I was just binging for, I mean, yeah, that's even been a recent thing that I've been struggling with. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like it's. You know, we always want to, like, throw out these terms, but in general, like, disordered eating and eating disorders, like, if you have it, you have it. Right. And Um, it ties into so much, like, more, like, deeper things, like, my anxiety. Like, so many things. Healing yourself or, like, right, working on my eating disorder and recognizing it as an eating disorder has allowed me to, like, step back and not, not take credit or not take ownership of it but it's like okay but it's a problem that I like can work through and now it's like okay it's not me it's not who I am but it's this well and once you start learning your triggers too like then you're able to kind of like prevent it so then you'll know not and like you you can get better at controlling it and like especially you know being someone who has a period like that's a big thing and Mm -hmm. hormones play a huge part of it and you know intentional eating has been hard to learn but I've been working on and like so I'll like ask myself, am I really hungry? Like, is it is it because I want to eat or am I feeling something that maybe like food just would be comforting for? And also, like if I want something, do I want this because it's just going to be really good or do I, how am I going to feel after? Will it be worth it? Like, and yeah. sometimes, yeah, it is. Sometimes the French toast is totally worth it, but it's like, yeah, but I did want to get some stuff done today and you know that'll make me tired and like recognizing and kind of realizing that it's not worth it to not feel good sometimes yeah like just exactly. for food um it's also really interesting because i think we come from very opposite ends yeah. of the spectrum when it yes. comes to this because i like i'm listening to everything you're saying and my heart is like with you and i'm like oh my god my poor girl like that is crazy and it, like you know how sometimes when someone tells a story you have those moments of like oh my god yes like me too I haven't yeah. had much of those yet. I'm just like, oh, my poor babe. Like, oh, no. Yeah. And that's, I mean, right? Like, with anorexia, right? I don't get that. I'm like, nah, man, I can't imagine not eat or, like, counting calories. Like, I just, those yeah, are the things that like, I always ignored. So it's just a different mindset. Yeah. I feel like I have always been aware of my body, like, and I was always very critical of it from, like, a really young age. I, I remember having my uncles sometimes at, like, Christmas and stuff. They would be like oh, eat a cheeseburger, why are you so skinny? And I'm literally, like, seven, and, um, I have, like, an extremely fast metabolism, I'm incredibly active, also, I'm a child with a lot of stress and anxiety, so, like, that one was pretty, I don't know, it was just, like, I, I knew right away everybody was looking at my body and had no problem commenting on it, which was a lot for a seven-year-old to have to, like, deal with on top of like the world's already going to be mean to women and I just feel like seven years old was pretty young to have to start like worrying about it yeah I remember too like I don't know just everyone everyone already had opinions of how I looked and it was bad so like I kind of 
never realized you were allowed to like love the way you looked because I just always heard people like just dogging on themselves yeah and so and one crazy thing is like it's kind of funny that I always say like the universe kind of played me with this one (laughs) since I was little um and I was super aware of my body um and I knew I was really skinny uh, I always noticed, like, wow, like, I thought boobs were so <laughs> beautiful. Since I was little, like, I was like, damn, I hope I have my mom's boobs. Like, her tits are huge. Um, didn't get them. Didn't, didn't get them. Got them a little bit, and then poor anorexia came in and ruined it. Oh. Um, but, yeah, that one was funny. But <laughs> it was, it was funny because it was like, that was the one thing that I always wanted. But it was crazy because then I started doing ballet, and I was praised Ooh. for how skinny I was. And I don't remember as a child intentionally um, having any kind of restrictive eating. Honestly, I just think I was skinny because of other health reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, I think my metabolism was also due to, like, some medication I was taking and yeah. also was due to high anxiety, which... And I I was super active. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your mom kept you guys busy. Yeah. Um, we, we were just a really active family and a family of four, too. So it was just hard. Uh, But then ballet, everybody loved how skinny I was. And I was a people pleaser. So when people would praise me for that, I was like, holy crap, like, I found it. This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm skinny and these people love it. So I'm supposed to be a dancer. Like, that's why I'm built like this and whatever. It felt really good at first. Um, And then it felt really not good um like <laughs> pretty pr- pretty soon after it felt good it suddenly became very not good because I was just being so mean to myself like I and when you're you know like when you go through puberty and, and like you're in high school and yes. stuff first of all why was I the latest bloomer in the world <laughs> in the world I was so embarrassed I was in high school and I was like so I look 12 and I'm 16 <laughs> um it was terrible and I felt like the ugliest one like out Did of you all get my your friends period when you were 16 I got my period on my 16th birthday oh wow isn't that insane yeah, and I was, like, so I was a, yeah, I was a late bloomer, and it was, it yeah. sucked, because, like, I was so self-conscious, too, as a person. Yeah. Um, and that was, like, pretty much most of my identity was how much I fucking hated the way I looked. Ugh. Um, so it was, yeah, it was tough. But then baby puberty hit, and looking back, <laughs> I was beautiful! Oh, I was so gorgeous! And I thought I was fat! I thought I was freaking fat, like... <laughs> I had to stop doing ballet my, um, like, sophomore to junior year of high school. I was in a car accident, and I really hurt myself, and I gained some weight. Like, first of all, I didn't even gain a lot of weight. Yeah, I was gonna I say. looked good. Like, I would, wow, wow. I'm glad that I had the opportunity to look that way at that time. <laughs> look, I was 17. I'll never look that way again, but I appreciate that I did. And you did um, not peak in high school. We talked about this. No, You're I did not. better, so. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, like, fine wine, darling. Thanks. <laughs> Um, but so then, yeah, I thought I was really fat and I started going to the gym like every single day, um, maybe one day off, like on a Sunday, maybe. Um, and I remember one time cause I was trying really hard to get skinny mm-hmm. and I was going to audition for some dance schools and I was like, I don't even look like a dancer anymore. I really wanted to look like a dancer. Everybody always used to be like oh, like, you're so beautiful and thin, you're, like, a model. So then, like, I don't know, when I gained, like, weight in 
in normal places, like even my yeah. hips or like my lower stomach, yeah. I was like, so I'm not a model, I'm not a dancer. Like I just, it took away a lot of my identity for me. It made oh. me like my physical appearance was so attached to like everything right, right. for at the time for me at least. Um, and so once I started losing weight, I, I had these little tricks. Like I would, I was on these websites called like Pro Anna. I remember I was in English class and like taking notes. Like we could be on the little computers they gave us. I was oh. supposed to be, I was supposed to be doing something like looking up some type of reference and like citing my sources or something. <laughs> and then I was looking up Pro Anna tips, which are like tips to help you be anorexic. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Really? Like it's like, cause I mean, it's, yeah, there's a lot to it. It's a, it's, it's horrible. And so I was like taking notes on like that. And then I lost so much weight. I remember my senior year, my mom, like, I laid on my couch in front of her and she saw like how I concaved in my ribs so much. She was like, Danielle, like you are way too skinny. And that was like, that fueled it. Like I was like, holy fuck, like she thinks I'm skinny. Like it's working. Like finally I'm getting skinnier. Finally I'm I'm starting to be skinny. So my mom said I was way too skinny and I was like, wow, mom, that's really mean. I didn't think it was mean. I was like so happy. I was upset that she said that because I didn't want her to make me stop. But I was like, it was like validation because I was like, oh my God, like someone's noticing. noticing. Thank God I've been working my fucking ass off to be like a twig. So yeah. And then I went to school and I mean, I'm not going to disclose any names of the school, but it was crazy. I had a weigh in and they literally said I had to lose weight and I was already a stick. And so that Were you me, even 100 pounds or? Yeah, I was. Oh, I was right. like 100 something at the time. And then I dropped, I dropped like close to 15 pounds when I got there, which doesn't sound like a lot maybe, but for someone who was already so no, thin. that's a lot. Yeah. Um, so, oh, the puppies are crying. That was me at the time. I'm crying. She and, doesn't like it. She doesn't want to hear yeah. this. Um, and so that was crazy because the, you know, I was like a straight A student. I was obsessed with like teachers loving me and choreographers and directors loving me so when I'm told like right a little bit of weight um I ran with that and I tried really 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 hard and I did it and I I'm not gonna lie I started like dabbling with Adderall um and I thought that was like the miracle drug like when I tried that for the first time I got so much done I did I wasn't hungry anymore Mm -hmm. and I had so much energy and I could see I was getting skinnier um and basically I came home for Christmas and my mom saw how thin and sick I was and yeah, we just decided it was best that I get some treatment. Um, wow, yeah. Yeah, we didn't even really, like I didn't tell people really about the Adderall thing. Um, obviously in rehab I did, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it was, it was honestly like, I mean, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. Like yeah. there, that changed my whole perspective because like I just I realized while I was there I could first of all I my body was so messed up like my heart was really being overworked right they right. were telling me like I had lost my period at this point and they were telling me that like the next stage would be like a heart attack or something and I like yeah. heart, I forget what it was but they were like it was like my heart would have given out yeah you're because you're wasting away muscle so your heart muscle like atrophies and, mm-hmm. yeah and you can't get cardiac muscle back. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I was terrified. Um, and that really scared me, and I did not want to stay like that. So, <sighs> but um, it was just like, I, you would think after that, like, it would have gotten, like, super better. But it kind of didn't, because I was still dancing so much. I had a hard time putting on weight. Right, so I had gained, right. like, a little bit, like, the necessary amount to be a little bit healthier. Right. 
but I couldn't keep it on. And I was dancing so much, and then my weight would fluctuate, and then my health would fluctuate. Right. And it was just like, I am somebody who, I can't work out that much. Like, I... I don't know. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, I overworked out for years. Um, it took me a long time to find a balance and I was training like a man because society honestly has women training like men and it's kind of ridiculous. And it's not how your body needs to train. No, it's your body not. is its own. That's right. Like workouts and stuff are so hard because. Exactly. And it's just it's like. different. I just feel like it was such a journey and I just don't remember a time in my life where the way I looked wasn't like super important um, for other other reasons than just vanity such as like my goals my career um mm -hmm. and then it became like obviously a control thing right um right. and yeah I just it sucks because I know that I wasted all of my childhood um and like a lot of my young adult life um sick worried about right. how I look yeah but I'm really glad that I fixed it because I remember there was a time where I was with my friends who usually made me laugh really hard. Um, I couldn't even focus on like what they were saying and everybody else was laughing. And I was like pinching my sides to see how much I could grab, like to see if the amount I could grab had gone down. Oh my gosh. And um, I realized everybody was laughing really hard and I missed the joke and I was like, holy fuck, like this is gonna be my whole life. I'm never gonna laugh again because I can't stop thinking about every single inch right. of me. And now, I think I laugh like 99% of the day. Yes, yes you do. <laughs> so, um, all of that really just to say like, I promise recovery is real. Like, no, it's not, right. I'm oh, not yeah. perfect. I'm not perfectly healed or anything. I still have like hard days, but they are few and far between and they're not ever as hard as right. they gets, used to be. It gets so much better if you let it. Right, and, right, and that's the yeah. thing is it's all, it's like anything, like if you have to practice and then like it gets easier, right? Thinking of like my body as my human suit took a long time, but now it really is instead, I very rarely talk about with anyone in any discussion, like my body, I typically call it my human yeah. suit. And then in like in my head, it makes me, you know, I'm speaking it to truth and I'm really, I really recognize it as something separate. So when I'm feeling um, like if I'm having a craving or something, I don't feel guilty for it because I'm like, hey, you know, this baby wants some cake today. Like mm -hmm. she did a lot. Like she, we, t we did a lot today. We got up. And yeah, hell like, yeah. That's enough. Like you know, just little things, and it's recognizing that you do deserve treats, but also to be healthy. Like that's the important. That's what's important. Like whatever at whatever place your body, you feel healthy and happy. Then that's where it's meant to be. Exactly. And I think too, for me, um, calling it a human suit adds that kind of, I'm just like such like a, a lover. Yeah. So I'm like, I would never want to like harm something. Right. A little human suit. Oh my God. Yeah, you like, just wanna, you I just want to love it. Um, so that has helped quite a bit. And also I want my human suit to be fucking healthy. Like yeah. they were trying to tell me I couldn't have kids when I was that skinny. Um, and yeah. at the time, honestly, I was like, I don't care. I don't want kids. Like, I won't be able to be skinny if I'm pregnant. Like, yeah, no shit, idiot. And, <laughs> um, one of my best friends, uh, was like, that's like a really bad reason to not, like, if, if you think you would want kids, but the main reason is because you won't be able to hip thrust 420 pounds anymore. Right. Um, on your- 420. Oh my God. <laughs> Cheers to that, darling. Spark it up. Um. You don't have to in the house if you don't. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Yeah, it's just it's just insane, like how I know we're not the only ones that have oh, right. situations like this. And to me, it felt like holy shit, I'm the only one in the world who feels yes. this way. And I suffered so much. And it's like, wait, 
most other people feel this way too and they're they're suffering for no reason and it's cool to talk about like i'm sorry i i for a long time right didn't even recognize it as a problem or something that i wanted to own but like since i've been opening up and talking about it it just makes it because right you find people who have right yeah. you know danny has a very different story from mine but i can still like i can feel the pain when you hear it you know you i know i get what you're saying yes. like to hate yourself like it's still the same realm of so you know you hear other stories and you like you tell your story and it's just like wow okay that feels, even if you tell it to yourself journaling is a huge was a huge 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 part of my um growth as far as my human suit goes um and even just writing like i love my humans you know just quick little aff affirmations but even today like i said we did some journaling and one of the really cool ones was to write a timeline of your human suit and what it's done and then be grateful for all that it's brought to you and all that you've done so like you know if you hiked a mountain or if you broke a bone or like that it healed itself like just think of those moments and then think about how far you've come since then and that your body did that for you like that's amazing yeah. you didn't have to think about it you just had to love it and let it rest and it fixed and it itself <laughs> and i know that that seems really intimidating too like right. we're like you don't have to hate yourself try loving yourself and i get that so this is why we came up with a list for you guys yeah of some like kind of easy ways to at least start your self-love journey and healing your bond with your human suit and sometimes the best time to start is when you're feeling low because you're the most honest and raw. I mean, that's when yeah. I started my my shadow work, I was definitely at one of the worst stages because it really let me like, you know, you're close to the wounds. Mm -hmm. And then it makes it, you know, right. It's right now it sounds hard to be like just choose to love yourself, but as you do it, it does genuinely get easier when you yes. do like these things. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so I guess we've we keep talking about it, but the first thing we would say is you know, start calling it your human suit. Separate it as something other than yourself. You are not your human suit. And then the second one I think is just like really focus on gratitude. And yes. I don't mean like, okay, yeah, I'm grateful I'm alive. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, good, good start. But let's go a little deeper. Like, I am so grateful that I have all of my limbs because yes. I've been able to do so much. And if, even if you're like, well, I'm not an athlete, I don't need all my limbs, whatever. You get to have amazing sex when you have yes. all your limbs. Like, it just, I think it puts things in perspective. Like, right. we, I don't know, just. One of my favorite ways to do it is to um, take like a candlelit shower and oh, in like not even a completely sexual way, but just like, um, because I was, an, I, I didn't look at my body and the things I hated, I ignored. So I make myself look at it and like feel it. So I like take a shower and like write really feel my body and just like get to know it like because I just never I would just like be like okay quick walk like I uh, don't want to like touch like oh I'm gross so like now I like sit and then I'll like look at my hands and be like wow my hands are so cool like they can write like and just think of things and like right feel grateful and truly like get deep with it like right get yeah. romantic with yourself and like love yourself like yeah seriously that's so special too um, and I think with that too, like affirming and yeah. complimenting yourself and guys, we will give you the best affirmations on our Instagram. Yes. Um, but this complimenting yourself trick, I think I learned this from Leo Alexandra too. Um, she's, she's good she's in this. She's good. Um, this is her category. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this one is to start complimenting yourself throughout the day randomly. So you can do it 
like whenever you remember first of all like if there we all have a time where i don't know you finish a thought and then you go to move on like "Hmm, what should i think about now or maybe some of you are mindful and good at that and you're present and so this won't happen but um you know choose. choose though to compliment yourself so i did like little reminders um i used to work at a restaurant in New York, and so then I would do like, okay, every time a guest leaves the restaurant, I have yeah. to compliment myself. So stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um, so start complimenting yourself throughout the day and only speak kind words to yourself because yes. your brain cannot take a joke. So the words that you repeat on a daily basis, they get into your subconscious. Self-deprecating humor, while does... It do be funny. It, right. Sometimes... If it's all you find yourself doing and then like maybe it is because you're like maybe it's taking a toll on you because it's definitely I don't know it's something that I actively since healing starting to heal um, have tried to cut out I mean sometimes it still slips out but I just find it to be a very negative thing like yeah I I try to stop I don't I try not to do it because I just yeah it just isn't it's right your brain doesn't know the difference and it does so it just makes me feel and then it's also something that once I do the more I do like yeah and then um, you low-key do start feeling shitty about yourself yeah and that's why like I can't hang around people who do it too much like I just I don't like that it's a very negative and and how am I supposed to respond when you do it right you know like you want me to join in like yeah you are a dumbass like well Um, (laughs) which also goes into the next one which is surround yourself with friends who compliment you all the time yes oh my don't forget to compliment your friends yes okay have you guys ever this happened so many times when i first moved up here um i would compliment people this happened with like you too and um people are like wow like i've never been complimented so much i'm like no offense but like do people love you like what kind of friends do you have yeah I used to have I used to have a best friend who constantly wasn't even self de- self de- deprecating, but just was always putting herself down and like you'd give a compliment and it would immediately be like no, not really. like it would just oh and it was like it was a very exhausting friendship to maintain because it's like man, how do you like I don't know what to do like I all I can do is give positive because if yeah. I give negative or something then like then that's gonna affect me so it's like exactly. you have to surround yourself with people who are in that same mindset like and hey if you're someone who right thrives with self-deprecating humor then awesome but like for a lot of us it doesn't so, so, so give this a try <laughs> and hang out with people like like that like I mean I don't know I just can't yeah I have to like be conscious of the energy I'm around I guess is all I'm saying and like <coughs> yeah like so like people like right like hang out with people who are like you or help you feel good <laughs> and being conscious of not only the people you're around but the people you're following on social media yes so like i hate i'm not throwing any shade um but for me personally i had to unfollow like the kardashians and the jenners because well i just simply number one can't afford to have those surgeries <laughs> and number two i don't look like I have those surgeries like naturally yeah. um and so seeing all their shit on my feed was making me so upset yeah and that's not me you know like do their thing whatever right, um, right but I had to just decide for me like okay so that's a toxic person on for me to be looking at every day on my Instagram right I had to really unfollow a lot of people and curate my Instagram um to be stuff that would not make me self-conscious and compare yeah. myself 24-7. And right, like you said, and, and not in, like, a hateful way, but just, like, a you gotta protect yourself. Like, right, this is a crazy one for me, but um, the girl who hosts Love Island US 
her name Arielle oh, no, I have never Vanderbur. Seen. She was on Vine or something. I don't know. Maybe you guys know. She's beautiful. She's incredible. Like, but she's so cool and so beautiful and like I think so hilarious that I'm like I can't follow her because I just constantly am like, man, she's got the best life. Like, yeah. Wow. Like I just found myself like in a weird way, like constantly compare. Like, so people like her. Like sometimes. And it doesn't like, mean you hate them. Right. No. I think she. Like I said, I think she's badass. I think she's cool. But yeah. I just can't follow her because I find my like. There's just certain people that like I just can't not compare myself to so I just choose to send them love but I can't look exactly and there's nothing wrong with that you know protecting your peace is I feel like really underrated and I feel like some people almost think it's rude to protect your peace yeah. and like yeah to a degree have respect for other people but I feel like often we disrespect ourselves um, yeah at the expense of trying to not disrespect someone else when like really all we're doing is just like like reaffirming that we deserve less right so being with you want to be around people who build you up is all, i guess all we're saying and like yeah. if you feel that with someone or if someone makes you feel not that like then yeah like it's if you have a right to kind of stay away from that yeah and just choose people like right your your friends should be building you up like that should be and you guys can totally roast each other but like when you're not doing that like they should still hype you up they should think the world of you like if you're not somebody who wants to be set like told like oh you're so beautiful that's fine but if they know saying like damn yeah. you are the best gamer ever like your streams incredible i don't right. know i don't know what i'm saying but like, whatever you know what I mean? like your friends should just build you up like right like just surround yourself with love yeah that um, affects everything and it makes it easier and then when you're having a hard time and you're around people who you know you can reach out to and actually are supported and you're not like then it's like, wow, it makes it so much easier. And as someone who never had friendships like this, or not as many, you know, um, it's like when you have the real ones, when you meet the real people, it's like, wow, okay, that makes sense. Like, yeah. they really raise up your vibration and like... Yes. And then you meet more people like that and it just multiplies. So try it for a month at least because yeah. try doing all of these, especially um, the affirmations and the compliments and just changing the way that you speak to yourself in your head and out loud and to others. Yeah. Um, really start catching yourself in the moment. If you notice you're going to start to kind of say something rude, stop yourself. But that's right. try it for a month and that way, you know, it's probably going to work beforehand because that's how law of attraction works. But um, even if it doesn't work beforehand because maybe you're doubting it a little bit, you're going to get into the repetition of it and then mm -hmm. it's going to get into your subconscious after that time. Just get back to us and let us know how much your confidence has gone up and how much it's yes. changed with and your Please. relationship with your human suit. Yeah. Um, and I guess... Uh, we've, we've talked talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, we've talked enough. You're probably sick of us. I don't even know. I was pretty high, guys. So, hey, if I made I know, sense... I, I feel I better. Like, I feel... I, like, I don't know, more sober now. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, wow, in the beginning, I wonder what I talked about. I know what I talked I, about, but... Right, yeah, I Hope don't know. you've been with us the whole time. If you have, what a journey. Thank you. Seriously. That was good. That was like therapy for me. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to go smoke a bowl. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stay high. <laughs> Bye, guys.